This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Fade out. No, no, no. Fade in. Oh, yeah, you know, whatever. Oh, are we on? Oh. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome to the Facebookers Podcast. I am your champ, Richard here with Jerry. I. I like that. It was a little more normal. A little bit. Okay. It's very good. I don't know. I kind of feel this is the whole f- announcer vibe. I have to announce. Like, John Moxley, you know? Yeah. Like Justin Roberts says. You're not awesome. Justin Roberts. I'm not Justin Roberts. Why can't you just be Rich Torres? You should be happy with Rich Torres. I am happy with Rich Torres. But you, you're that apparently... That makes one of us. You're Whoa! Appa- yeah, you're apparently <laughs> not happy with how I say, Jerry! Like last week. Man. And in weeks. You're getting not, there. Two weeks ago and weeks previous. I think, I think after some more practice, apparently was it 290 plus hours is not enough. No. <laughs> Well, because you know you're well, not. You you're, think about the 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 what was it? The, the what was that thing we were trying for a little bit? The uh, well, well, first you were basement Jerry, and you said no, you're not that anymore. Then you were Jerry on the spot, you weren't that anymore, and you were just Jerry, but you didn't want to be called just Jerry. You just want to be called Jerry. How about? And I'm like, I can't really work with that. How about we do Jerry, the podcaster formerly known as? So I'm just the podcaster, or. We could just take some letters and numbers and put them together. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rich DeRiz, my co-host, 574Y267. <laughs> J309. Whatever it is you want to do. Oh, great. I, uh, it's hard, man, because what's in the name, you know? Everything. Everybody knows who I am. Everybody that listens to this podcast. I don't know. I guess you could just say that it's too sweet. I can't do falsetto anymore. What happened? I just I, I broke it. Oh my god! You know what could fix that? I have you know you know it's like when AJ Styles or Robert Roode try to woo. Yeah, they just go woo like like that. That's that's all I can do now. It doesn't work. Oh my god! Don't do that anymore. Woo! It's yeah. a good thing you're editing because then I don't have to hear that. All yeah, right. Oh, have you ever listened to this podcast on like? Oh, you never listen. Killing me. Try listening to this podcast where they like and where you speed it up because you can listen to podcasts at like yeah. one point two or whatever. Yeah, depending on the app you use. I was thinking of trying that. I was. Listening. I always listen to it at regular speed. Uh, yeah, I was listening to the Corey Graves podcast on Stitcher earlier. And Do you listen to that on Faster? No. I don't, I don't know if Stitcher has the option. I wasn't going to look. I kind of just wanted to play I think they it. all have it. Uh, you know they're going to try to add that to Netflix? That'd be weird. I would love it. Because there's some shows that's like, this is bad. You need to not do this. I want WWE Network to do that. Like, let me see some wrestling in, like, 1.2x. Yeah, they should add it. I don't think they will, though. They should. They won't. I'll pay extra for it. Because you could... You think about it. It's like time return on investment. Is yeah. That the right... Thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you got but so much time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can watch 
And if you, and theoretically the customer, myself, would save enough time to watch yet an additional show. Not, on the network. Not every match, not every match's story is based on pacing, I don't think. You know? Cause I, I can see the other argument, cause it's mm-hmm. like if you speed it up, you're not getting the full drama of the match. Right. You know, the slow parts mm-hmm. where like the baby face is like, he's fighting back, or you mm-hmm. don't think he's gonna make it, he's not quite there, and then he fires up. Can you imagine a fire up on like 1.2 speed? It's like, <laughs> no. He's a house of fire. Bah, 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 bah. Huh. Yeah. Oh my god! Listen to this. Boom. Almost. Hmm. I wonder if I could do something like that. I don't want to say it because I don't know if it's legal or not. Because like, could you record something mm-hmm. and like just play it back? Because I think Windows Media Player lets you do that. I don't remember. There's some media player that lets you do that. Or is it VLC player? Something. I think VLC player lets you increase the speed. Just to see what it what it's like. I think so. Not Windows But it's player. just an annoying workaround, though. Just give it to us. Yeah. You should be able to consume content however you want, as long as you're consuming it. Like, who cares? Yeah, not for nothing, the search in the app still sucks. It's not as good. It's, it's better. Right. But it's not where it should be for... 2019. Right, for 999 a month times a million subscribers. The Netflix search engine's good. Cause like, even if you don't find what you're looking for, if it's not there, it's like, it'll be like something like, if you're looking for this. And that's their code for, well, we don't have this, so either look elsewhere or try one of these. Yeah, listen, rich boy, go out there, go spend your money on your VOD. We don't have it! Yeah. Try Hulu, buddy. Disney Plus is coming out. Two weeks. Mm. I pre I preed on that. We're on that. Mm. We're getting it for the year. We're a yearly thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have zero interest. Alright. I'll, re- I'll remember that when you ask me for my password. <laughs> I I have zero interest. I'm not only planning to mention to the wife that you get it because I'm probably because I'm gonna forget. You don't like uh Marvel? Do you like Star Wars? I don't care about Star Wars. Do you like The Simpsons? I don't care about them. Do you like... Disney owns The Simpsons? They Fox? Disney owns Fox? Remember? No. Oh, you don't? Yeah, dude. They have... They bought Fox. I thought it was ABC. That's the same thing. That's all right. That's been under Disney. Oh, jeez. They've been had ABC. Wow, I'm so surprised you having your finger on the pulse. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's why I said Marvel. I'm like, wait a second. What do you mean Marvel? Marvel Marvel's owned by Fox? Fox and Marvel? Disney owns Marvel. And Fox had some Marvel properties. Spider-Man, I think. No, that's Sony. Oh, sorry. Fox is your Deadpool. It's your X-Men. It's your Fantastic Four. And yes, you nerd boys who haven't found out yet, you're going to have Fantastic Four back in the Marvel that it's, it's going to be in the MCU, so maybe they'll get it right this time. But we shouldn't talk too much about this stuff. We got Freaking a lot of wrestling to talk about. There is a lot of wrestling to talk and, about. Uh, if you want, if you, that's just a preview of what you're going to get. That's going to be. I'm going to have an exclusive one-on-one interview with the man behind Rich Deriz on the Jerry on the Spotcast. 
So that's right. that's not going to be a wrestling thing. So we're going to make sure everything here is mostly wrestling. Yeah, sneak sneak preview. So if you want to hear anything non wrestling related, by the way, we did not record it yet, so I don't have any idea what to expect. Um, it's been a while since last. I hear episode. the host is crazy. A little so. bit. It's been a while since uh, we had the last Jerry on the spot cast, so I don't know quite what to expect. I don't know if he has a new format. Check it out in whatever media he will tell you about later, probably, maybe. Yeah, I'm on Spotify. There you go. And iTunes. Cool. Everywhere. All right. Rock and roll, man. I am here. I'm here under your learning tree. All right. So shall we boo yeah first, or shall we You always boo yeah. All right. Always and, booyah. And remember, mm-hmm. the booyah does not have to be three years long. We could just get in. They're both going to be quick. Cool. They're both quick. <laughs> I'm going to start with my boo. Boo. Boo, the New York MTA. Oh, This wow. week. Now, this is my first full week back at work from the vacation, from the Jewish holiday. And twice this week. Once. Okay. Twice. I was late getting home. Because the D train got messed up somehow, somewhere along the way, and I had to get the F, which then required a bus, and I was getting home at like like 20 minutes late, two nights this week. Let me tell you something. For those that don't know, the D train is probably the most populated train at rush hour, and when you're waiting at West 4th, which is a relatively major transfer station. You got F's coming in and M's coming in. Often, those are the locals in Manhattan. The Express, the D, does not come very often. It comes like every eight minutes. The F and the M, they're like, they come like every four minutes. And they're not all that populated. D train, there's half as many, and they're a lot more populated. Get more D trains. If you're going to raise the damn fares, give me better service. I understand you're improving service here and there. Improve the D train. Give me more trains. Give me more trains. Give me more trains. Would you more like trains. more of the band train? No. Okay. No drops of Jupiter. No. Gotcha. Oh, that was that song. They had. <laughs> drops of Jupiter. I'm sitting there. I'm hearing train. Okay. How do I get in on this? And there we go. <laughs> uh, bad song. Okay. That was my boo. Wow. Well, my yeah. Is I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast. Yes. And he had a comedian on there, uh, Andrew Santino, and they were talking. I don't know what brought it up, but they were talking about a comedian from the 90s because they died. I forgot how they died, but that's not the point. That's not either here or there. Joe was having trouble remembering his name, and then he said Jerry Wilson, a comedian. With, uh, it started with a G, though. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was Jerry Red Wilson. And at, and at some point, I believe he said Jerry Wilson is a, was a funny motherfucker. <laughs> to which I thought, that could be me, but it's not me. <laughs> Rogan said my name. Wow. I was like, wasn't me, but that made me feel good for whatever reason. That was kind of cool. Cool. Do you have a boo to counter your yeah? It's supposed to be like tennis. I did mine. Oh, so now it's you did a boo. I did a yeah. Now you do a boo, and then I do a yeah. No, Uh you do a yeah. Yeah, I get a yeah. All right. So my yeah. Yeah, boo da boo do. Not now. Not to confuse anyone with what I was just talking about—the MTA being a giant pile of fail. Uh, My yeah 
is catastrophic computer failure. Because without being told, that's what happened at my job today. I came in, couldn't log into my computer. All right, fine. Sitting on the phone. Manager comes over. He's like, did you get the memo? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, all our systems are down. All right, cool. I was able to log in eventually. It took until about 10.30 before I could log in to just log into my computer. And then I go, I go to work and I can't work because that system's not up. So I'm sitting, I'm chilling, playing Supercard, playing stupid games on Miriam Webster's website. Oh, I, I checked out the uh, uh, Corey Graves podcast, first episode. Um, but yeah, the computers did not come up before we left. They should have just let you stay home. Right. But you wouldn't get paid. To- exactly. You see? That's the thought process. People were saying, so when are they going to let us leave? I'm like, no, 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 no. You see? I already woke up at 6 in the morning. Therefore, my day was already ruined because I didn't get to sleep in. You're already there. I'm here. Pay me. And also, it's not like you leave late on a Friday. Well, it was a Thursday, right? No, this was today. This was today. So you don't yeah. leave. It's not like you leave, like, late. Yeah, I got out at 2. Next week, I start getting out at 1 because of uh, daylight savings ends or starts or whatever it is. I don't know. Well, it means, I think it's, it doesn't matter because it's just daylight savings because it's subjective because it's like, it doesn't just affect us. It's, I think it's for farming or something. Yeah, there's that. And I was talking to like in-laws in Jersey one time and they're like, oh, you know, it's, it's makes it safer for the kids. I'm like. Why is are they walking to school? And how young are these kids that they walk into school and there's no sidewalk? Why would they walk to school? Don't you have school buses out here? Is this where it gets darker earlier? Is that it's it it gets it gets darker earlier, it gets light later. The days are overall shorter. So they make so they we fall back. Oh, so the oh, sun it's the lose an hour one. No, it's a gain an hour. Oh, it's gain an hour. Yeah, we gain an hour because we go fall back, spring ahead. Right. Mm. Um. So basically, we do that so that in the morning there's more sunlight. Okay. And I'm just like, what well, can't can't we just like find the happy median and leave it and just leave it? That's what I I want to just leave it. I don't have to worry about freaking. I, I, I don't change the time on my microwave. I leave it. It drives my wife crazy, but I'm like, listen, it's winter. Just subtract an hour. <laughs> no. Espe- no. Not, especially now that we don't have any cable boxes in the house. So, uh, aside from the microwave and our computers and our phones, the only clock is my Timex in the bedroom. Yeah, look, that's kind of petty. It takes two seconds to change the time on your microwave. What are you doing? I don't want to do it. So just, she, if it bothers her that much, that she can fix she it. Can fix okay, it that that I accept. It's like, like listen, if, you know the brand in the microwave. You, you can Google how to how to change time in my microwave. If if that's not detailed enough, you can find the model number on the microwave somewhere. Here's where we differ. add that to the Google. If it bothers my wife, you're gonna do it. That the micro, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We also have a clock on the uh, coffee pot, which we never set. Look, here's the thing. Look, uh, maybe you're a perfect being, 
I'm not a perfect being. When I wake up in the morning, half of the synapses are not on. So I could just get up and I'll go to the kitchen and there's the microwave. Maybe my better woken mind knows that's not the right time. Mm-hmm. But half asleep, I might just treat that as the right time and act differently. <laughs> and that could really throw off my morning. It's like, oh, I have an extra hour. Why am I awake? Yeah, or like, oh, this is great. I could just coast. I, I, could, I could see you doing that, but in that case, yeah. But I, I don't go to my kitchen. On the day that I work, I don't go to my kitchen until after I've already showered and everything. Right. So my day starts, like I see my Timex, it's yelling at me. I stop that. My phone starts yelling at me. I stop that. Those are both accurate times. I go to my computer and I sit and that has the accurate time. Then I get the kid up. I go shower. I come out. Right before I leave, I go in the kitchen to get my meal replacement shake for the day. And that's when I see the microwave. And if I see that it says, like, either 6.45 or 8.45, I know it's an hour off. I'm like, all right. I also look at my watch, which always has the right time also. So. If it was just me, I wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. But there's somebody else that lives here. She can fix it. Exactly. I mean, that's not a problem. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you can compromise on something that's so easy. It's not. It's a low effort. It's really no effort on your part. You're right. It's also no effort on her part to change it. Considering she works so many fewer hours than I do. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing this. All right. Uh, uh, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I <laughs> we're not going into another boo. For me, uh, I don't get. I don't get another boo. I only got the you one. Don't so get now, another boo. It's your turn for. A, yeah, uh, I think it's a yeah. It's a boo. My yeah was uh, Rogan saying right. sort of maybe by day, but not really. Right. Uh, take that for what it's worth. So you know what? I guess that means life is going good when I can't really like come up with a boo. That is good. I guess. I guess a boo is like. I hate I hate being bipolar. Hmm. It's just such a freaking it's so annoying. It's like it's like I'm driving but then in the middle of traffic the wheel moves over and it's on the wrong side. Hmm. You know, and I yeah. gotta like adjust. Uh-huh. It's kinda like that. It's so like you just get upset because you're upset because you feel it, but it's like you don't want to. It's like you're being, I don't know, goddamn chemicals. Man. Like you're not directly in control of your feelings. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like this, I don't know, because it's like emotion. There's so much types of intelligence. Mm-hmm. There's book intelligence. Mm-hmm. There's intelligence intelligence. There's emotional intelligence. It's like I don't, I got no points in that. It's <laughs> very difficult. So I guess that. You're a smart dude, though. That doesn't... I know, but, like... Can't prove it on paper, but you are a smart dude. Like, all the conversations we have about, like, space stuff and science yeah, stuff. Yeah, thank you. Po- pol- you. You know so much more about politics than I do. Don't even worry about oh, it. Oh, yeah, you got, you got to educate me later about the deep state. We'll, talk, I, we'll probably talk about it on Jerry on his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I looked it up a little bit. I have... I have, okay, I have my own... I have a theory on the theory. Oh, perfect. Later. All right, great. All Tune right. in for that. So... Let's do this. News. I feel like a dick advertising another podcast on our podcast. <laughs>
<laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's like <laughs> who's not going to listen? That's so stupid. I yeah. think a hundred percent of our listeners will listen to that. One hundred percent. A hundred percent. So our news this week uh, says if anyone has been under a rock, Jordan Miles, or under the rock. Right. Jordan Miles, <laughs> formerly known as Ach, or ACH. Huh. I'm not positive of the pronunciation. That sounds like a character from uh, Ready Player One. Ach? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. That, a- was a great, that was a great book. Yeah. Oh, so good. How was the movie? You saw it, right? Yeah. It was good? Uh, Didn't quite live up? Hmm. It wasn't great. It's like, it's hard when it's a book to a movie. Yeah. But it's like, you kind of dig what it did a little bit, but it's like, you could have done more with this, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. They're like, ooh, effects. Oh, 80s. Yeah. I I, I kind of pictured the, the CEO heel guy to be a little bit more menacing than he was, but it's mm. like, I guess that's fine. Everybody has like a different visual of what something should be. But the final battle scene, they did really do a good job. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I expected that to be really epic. Yeah. If you get to watch the movie, just to watch that, that's pretty good. Yeah, the book, the book was great. Um, uh, what were we just talking about? Okay. ACH, that's right. ACH, <laughs> that's my fault. Uh, ACH, uh, Jordan Miles is unhappy with the design of his shirt, his one and only shirt that he had on WWEshop.com. Um, for anyone that hasn't seen it, if you want to go to his Twitter, I don't know. The shirt is gone. They they don't make it anymore. They stopped. Even the new one? The new um At the, uh, maybe maybe they made a new new one. I haven't seen the redesign. The original more like design Space Jam. The Space Jam. Okay. What the original design was, it it looked like a smiley face. It was like a red background and it had his name in white. But it looked like a smiley face and like the white the lettering was teeth. And, of course, if you know WWE, Mm -hmm. if you're very, very, very new and this is your first piece of merch, the shirt's going to be black. Because, now, now, I'm I'm not explaining, I'm not justifying. Simple facts, non-black shirts cost more. People in general, in particular wrestling fans are more inclined to buy a black shirt with insert logo here than any other color. So, therefore, any other color would be more risky as far as it not selling, right? But his argument was that as a black man, you don't put what looks like just a smile Mm. onto a black shirt. Yeah, because back in the Dizay, it used to be like the thing that they'd how they make fun of like yeah. uh, African American people. Right. There's even uh, a, a terribly, terribly, terribly poor taste joke. I'll say I'll put joke in quotes there because it's not funny, but it was told to me as a child by a parental figure that is not my mother. It's like how oh, I can't. I'm not even. I don't even want to repeat it, but you get it. Rush, you're about to get canceled. <laughs> I think so. The The punchline was, in the dark. Oh. Okay. And they smile. You should just stop. You're just throwing dirt on yourself. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm... 
I agree. I agree with Jordan Miles. I agree with ACH. Yes, it's uh, it's. It, I mean, it's certainly. Did you see the email? Uh, from this uh, the uh, Bar- was it? I don't remember the guy. I don't remember the name, yeah. but I feel like you should show the whole email because it didn't show what he said. Right. Um. But so so he went on a rant. Like his fir- his in his first tweet about it, he he put the picture. He said something like, if this is what Triple H and Vince McMahon uh, think of me, it's slap of the face of every black employee they've ever had, all black performers, blah, blah, blah. And he actually tagged Triple H and tagged Vince McMahon. And I was like, wow, this is serious. But um, Titus O'Neil chimed in. And obviously, the story gained a lot of traction. A lot of people really got behind it. Um, of course they are. This is the world of outrage. He, um, I don't know if he started the hashtag, but he used the hashtag for the culture. Yep. I don't know if there if there's more to that hashtag besides just this campaign. I don't. As know. the Twitter expert, I don't know, okay. and I'm not the Twitter expert. That's correct. Um, but it, it became a huge deal. I think rightly so. Um, Titus O'Neil chimed in, said. Um, you know, Jordan, you're right. This, that, the other, but this isn't the right way. Right. If it's truly hashtag for the culture, then you wouldn't have dragged this other person into it or whatever. Whatever he said, I don't remember exactly. I what mean, it was. he called Jay Lethal. He did. A quote. Oh, that. Oh, that's what he was referencing. Okay. Yeah, he called him a right. quote. Uncle, Uncle Tom. Tom quote. And yeah. You know, that's like the worst. You know. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, I'm done with you now. Like, I just, sorry, can't, can't help you. Yeah, he, yeah, so he, so after Titus O'Neil sort of called him out. Oh, he deleted that. that. Oh, did he? He deleted the one where he called, um, Jay Jay Lethal. Lethal. Yeah. Okay. Jay Lethal, so good. Anyway, um, I, I'm gonna assume, I'm gonna speculate that there was, more of a conversation between Titus and Jordan Miles, ACH. Like, maybe one called the other after that tweet was sent. I hope so. Um, they talked it out because the next day, on Twitter, he did a complete 180. Oh, do tell. He said, he started out saying, quote, My tweets yesterday were completely disrespectful and were unprofessional. I have offended a ton of people and used anger to fuel me. With that being said, I like to take this time to state and apologize. I'm using his exact words here. For not giving a shit about what others think of me. The anger that I have inside of me has been built up for years now. Call me what you want, but you, you'll never ever be able to call me fake. He goes on to sort of justify his feelings. Mm-hmm. He's 100% justified in feeling the way he did. I, he was offended by the shirt. He's right. Which he approved. I want to discuss that for a second. Okay. The email that he showed on Twitter. Uh, actually, I don't remember that. I should have looked it up. But uh, he said that uh, he spoke with Triple H in person and sort of led, said, told Triple H he prefers the other design. Triple H is basically like, well, we kind of we like this design better. Road Dog said he liked it on a gray shirt better, but whatever. And they each apparently left that conversation thinking that different things just got approved. Okay. So there is that. Also, what might have happened, and I'm not trying to uh, explain it away or whatever, because honestly, before the shirt got made, someone should have said, 
that looks racist. Hey, Someone man. Someone should have called it. No one can ever accuse us of trying. Right. But I, what I could see happening is they say, here's the design, and they just show you the design. They don't show you what it's going to be on. For all he knew, it was a sticker or a patch or it was going to go on to a, a white shirt, a purple shirt, a yellow shirt, a blue shirt. Who knows? Purple would be cool. Right. But like, no. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> but they said, here's the design. They just show it to him on literally on paper. Okay. Or maybe on a computer screen. And no one thought to ask, what color is the shirt going to be? Oh, okay. Well, wouldn't that just be like, whoops. But then again, like you said, most right. of the shirts are black. Exactly. So it's kind of, so maybe it's, I, okay. I'm going to assume that no one involved in the making of this shirt had any sort of intention of making it be some sort of racist statement. You know, but at the That's same, an assumption. At the same time, sometimes people look for a thing. True. Now, but it's like it's hard not to find that thing. Because mm-hmm. as soon as the attention was brought to him, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's hard because I don't know about you, but we don't. I don't have anything that I see that's supposed to mock my like, like my people. Mm-hmm. That I'm supposed. That's like, wow, that's gross. Like I can't believe they did that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have. I don't know any real stereotypes. It's like, oh, this that Puerto Ricans love rice and beans. Like, <laughs> I, okay, a lot of people do. I don't know what to tell you. I love rice and beans. I mean, oh boy, you know a lot of. Uh, Spanish people sure do do housekeeping. Uh, so there's a lot of races. I mean, it's just you do housekeeping. We're good you, at you cleaning. Sweep and mop. You a couple weeks ago, I came over. You're, you're like, dude, how how clean did I get this water today? I'm like, which yeah, is pretty good. Clean. Yeah, it's just what it is. But that, but that, yeah, that's just you. I yeah. attri- I attribute that to you being you. I know you are a neat freak. Exactly. And it's like I never said to myself, yeah, you know, you know that, that Jerry, he's a really I could be he, he, he's a really good Hispanic. Yeah, he's really, good at that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I really wish I could be neater, but yeah, that's not out here. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't, I can't. Like, I'm a mixed man, but I, I, I it's never been that way for me. So I guess I can kind of get it. Yeah, I've, I, I've never really been upset at an Italian stereotype. I'm short, yeah. I'm greasy, yeah. I get a little you're, greasy. You're, you're, we all get a greasy. Yeah, like when I had long hair. If, if I didn't shower for a day, I felt like everyone could tell because my hair, it, like it would, it would look thicker. Well, not thicker. Like it would look heavier. It would, um, like get like tighter together because the oils bring bring it down. And yeah, I was oily. You really miss that hair, don't you? No. Okay, good. It literally saves me twenty minutes every day. I'm so happy I don't have to do it anymore. It's beautiful. Now I just have the issue of shaving. Yeah. We could talk about that later, too. We will. I hope that... I just hope this situation gets resolved to everyone's benefit. I gotta see this guy wrestle, I guess. That, I'm I mean, like, I don't... Before he was signed to WWE, there was a lot of buzz about him. I, I remember that. Not enough for me to hear. I remember a lot <laughs> of people talking about ACH. Okay. And I, I joke when I call him, ach... You're more underground than me. I'm I'm a bit of a mainstream guy. You know? I, I, I don't have I kinda, a lot of time. I, I hear some of the underground yeah, stuff. Yeah, you my, talk to more um, indie folk or whatever, right? Yeah, my my buddy at work, Mark, Mark uh, Williams, He uh, he's more underground than me. Copy that, brother. Um, I, I hope he doesn't get fired over this. I don't think he will. I, I'm not sure if they can. If he did get fired, 
I'm fine. Garuch was even speculating that the whole thing was a work. Oh, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was. It would be a brilliant work. It would mm-hmm. be like, especially for what's happening in society right now, it would be brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like, next level stuff. Like, really calling attention to something that's happening, which is what art should do. And that's what wrestling is. It's an art. It's true. It's just... It should be representative of what's going on in the culture right now. But at the same time, a lot of people watch professional wrestling to escape and don't want that rammed down their throats. Right. So it's, there's yeah. that, and there's the point that I make all the time, that as a publicly traded company, mm. that in some ways their hands are tied. So like, if a major sponsor says, listen, we don't like this storyline that you're doing, we don't like the way this character is being portrayed, if you don't change it, you're losing our money. Money's important. Yeah. That's so they say. <laughs> right. It's not everything, it's but it's not. what keeps people employed. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, the other big news story this week actually just broke yesterday. As Huge. This recording. Huge. Was Joey Mercury going on a tirade, an absolute tirade, absolute tirade on the management of Ring of Honor. He publicly quit on Twitter. He was accusing their management of not caring about the safety of the performers, not not having security at events, uh, and he cites the Bully Ray incident as one example, saying that Bully Ray had to handle that because they didn't have security at the arena to handle it themselves. He could have got sued or something if like that went wrong. The whole company could have gotten sued. Yeah. The venue could have gotten sued. Yeah, but if Bully killed the guy. Oh, yeah. You know. Worse, he could go to jail. A little bit. Yeah. Um, so this whole Joey Mercury thing, there is so much. He talks about uh, Kelly Klein wrestling with a concussion that Joey says he recommended that she get checked for a concussion. But this uh, guy in management, uh, Greg something, Greg G something, I don't remember the rest of his name. I'm scrolling through. Uh, he is. He sure is something. Yeah. Uh, say, uh, saying that... Uh, He's like, oh, I had a talk with her. She says she's okay today, so she can wrestle. And everybody it, thinks they're okay, right? And it's it's accusations of mismanagement, it's accusations of putting the wrestler's safety at risk. Um, and he even he even talks about um, like they go back and forth about who's breaching contract. And Mercury brings up the fact that the contract that he signed was full of typos and spelling errors and lack lack of grammar and punctuation. So it's like. What is this contract that you're breaching? Is this even legal? So he, and then he goes on because, uh, the, the Ring of Honor manager guy, Greg, uh, accused him of breaching contract and saying that he was kissing his ass to get a bigger, previously kissing his ass to get a, a bigger paycheck. Joe, I'm quoting right now. Joe Mercury responds, bigger paycheck? No bigger paycheck. I quit. I have zero offers. Unemployed. I want no paycheck from you. And that's a damn bold statement. Stick to your guns. Um, I got, I gotta say props. I, I don't know the full story, obviously. Uh, we only know what we're seeing on Twitter here. This Greg, he does tw- tweet poorly as far as grammar, punctuation, and spelling. So I'm suspecting maybe it was he himself that typed the contract himself and just printed it out and said, here, it's, it's from our legal team. Um, but props to Mercury for a standing up for his beliefs, b having his uh, his ideals in the right in the right place as far as you know 
the safety of the wrestler is paramount. Being a former wrestler who got his entire face smashed in a match, you know, I kind of feel like he, he knows where he's coming from with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Um, Save your money. That was what brutal. you're saying. That was brutal. Yeah, save your money, but... um. So, what, two weeks he'll be in All Elite, you think? I don't know. Maybe. He could really do anything. He could. You know, um, except go back to WWE because they don't want him. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Did they release him? Or? I, I don't remember exactly what happened either. It was before... I think it was just before Arn Anderson left. Uh, just changing agents, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no shortage of work right now. So it's not a bad time to really get vocal and voice your concerns. But, uh, Joe, Joey Mercury, best of luck. You are, as I understand, the fourth member of the Shield. So there you go. And that is the tooth. Yeah. Um, lighter news. Uh, lighter news! And this is it, unless there's more news coming. Uh, 2K20 announced that they have released the first of probably many, probably many, massive... Many, 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 many. Hot fixes for 2K20. Hot fixes. Now, we saw a video last week that happened to include some of these in-game botches. Do you want to describe some of them? Well, sometimes you punch through a guy, sometimes you just run around the ring like you're being flushed down the toilet, it looks almost like. Um, some weird graphical glitches. There was, um, climb, I think there was a ladder climb, but like. I remember there was one where it looked like one wrestler picked the other wrestler up and didn't move to them, meanwhile, the wrestler was still on the floor. And yeah. Doing it to air. I think the, the, like a, like a, like a, like uh the reward for climbing the ladder disappeared and it's like you can't win the match now or something bunch of things like like to me that just sounds completely unplayable yeah so they released an update uh this patch patch 1.02 by the way is now live on Xbox 1 PS4 and PC uh, so they say they address these issues, and I want you to translate this, if you can. If I can. To, um, more, more generic terminology, okay? So the first one they say, gameplay and controls. That means, like, they're gonna, f- like, certain gameplay things, like your reverses, or like your controls, like if you press X, it's gonna do what X is supposed to do. Oh wow, that sounds important. Well, maybe maybe Square should do what Square's supposed to do. I don't know. <laughs> maybe Triangle should stop doing what Circle wants to do. There's rules to this shit, you know. They sound starting confused. now. All right. Yeah, I know. Uh, next issue they address graphics and clipping. Well, clipping is kind of like uh, you know, like if you like a wall, like you can't clip through that wall like you if you if you could clip through my wall mm. you could literally pass through it like phasing through yeah so mm. like you could i guess clipping through ropes or like barricades or even through like objects like you know say a ladder or a table or person or person etc okay this is these are two words i didn't actually think would come together anywhere hair physics Hair physics, like acting the way hair should, like it should fall, like on your shoulders if it's like that, or you know. Like. One of the clips I saw, the person's hair just completely ended up on someone else in the match. That's defying hair physics. Wacky. 
Hit detection and aiming. Well, that's, you know, for self-explanatory. That, it's like knowing when a hit register is on a character yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, that makes sense. This one also makes sense. Interactions with tables, ladders, steel steps, and other objects. Perfect. Self-explanatory. Referee actions. Or, you know, he's going to count that three count. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah, he's going to ask you what you're doing. He's gonna. <laughs> this isn't you, Colby. All right. Enforcing the law, you know, in the match, because if we don't follow the rules, then what's the point? I am the law. All right. On-screen button prompts. Yeah, so, like, sometimes you'll be in, like, a reversal to, like, reverse a submission or something, mm-hmm. and it'll tell you what to press and move the stick with. I guess they were having trouble with popping up or working. Or not popping up or... Yeah. Characters warping or moving unnaturally around the arena. Oh, well, that's easy. You know? It's like you want to you want it to be real. You're not just... You're here and you're there teleporting. You, you walked there or you ran there. And yeah, no, no wrestlers I know of, save the Fiend, have any sort of warping skills. Yeah. Even his, it's kind of like, you know. Yeah, the lights go out and then he's there and the lights go out. Yeah, these, the lights are just on yeah. and weird stuff's happening. Crashes and freezing, goes out saying. Image downloads. Uh, I guess, like, if you're making a creator wrestler or whatever, like their picture or okay. something. Entrances and attires, self-explanatory. Universe mode, editing and saving. You sounds could, important. You could save now. Like, you shouldn't crash when you're trying to save all your hard work. Mm. And if you're somebody who's really into customization, you're gonna, you're gonna run into a lot of issues. Mm. Sometimes you get an accident for no reason. I'm over here trying to play the game. I spent 17 hours making a character. It doesn't save. Yeah. You know? You, you gotta put in that, that PlayStation memory card, remember? Yeah, so. I remember. I remember. Uh, custom now it's all internal. Yeah. And this is probably the same thing. Custom and create superstars and creation modes. Commentary and sound effects. I guess to work properly. Mm-hmm. And online stability, matchmaking, desyncs, and lag. That's like trying to improve on it. They're not going to be able to completely eliminate that. I feel like this is just a list of everything that goes into making a video game. Uh, look, I never made a video <laughs> game. I just think they had a... The 2K games come around come out around the same time every year. I know that because of the timing with Supercard. So I think they had a window they had to make. And there was probably some behind-the-scenes stuff. They're like, you know what? This is going to be the last time we do this. Whatever. Maybe it is. I don't know. But, like, I, you know, I know I crapped on it saying, oh, I wouldn't get it. But it's like, to to expand on it, it's like, baseline, the game is 60 bucks, And it's like, all right, are you doing enough for me to just get the game to have access to more characters? Yeah. And I heard there's, like, some limitations, like, uh, there's not as many uh, slots for your creator wrestlers and stuff. Uh... I don't know. I just, I don't know enough, but it's like, if you get, if I were to get it, it would be like on a sale, like later, later, later. But I got 2K19, and if I want to play a game, I'll just play that one. Yeah. That's, I just, just, there's too many games. I got games on my phone. I got games on my computer. I just, no, I don't have time. And we're just, we're just, you and I are just starting to get not quite so terrible at Fortnite. Yeah, but at least that it's not the same kind of commitment. Yeah, like you're you're in it, you're in it, mm. and it's like, but once the game is done, it's done. Mm. You know, it's a different kind of thing. But yeah, it's just not enough time, man. True. 
Well, that's the news, unless we want to talk about how there's a bunch of uh, flight delays from the folks coming back from Saudi Arabia that's causing a change in SmackDown plans. I'm actually looking forward to watching SmackDown tonight because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, new match announced, if anyone hasn't heard. Uh, Bailey is defending the Women's Championship against Nikki Cross tonight. So, did they change from the six-man that they were going to do, or did I just look at something late? Uh, no, um, I think ye- yesterday at Crown Jewel, they announced the, the six-woman tag, and um, they just changed that today. So, I'm guessing maybe what they're going to do, they're going to have the title match, and then? A- and then have a tag match between the other four competitors that were supposed to be in the six-woman tag to sort of fill the time. Wow. If if so many people like are like they're flying in people from NXT to work SmackDown, yeah, because like a bunch of people are like, hey, I'm still in Saudi Arabia. More importantly, is Lacey Evans or Natalia on their way back to America? No names have been mentioned as far as who has made it back and who has All right, not. I'm nervous. Like I, I just want them to come back. Me too. Like, get them home. Like, get them home. <laughs> Natty already had a freaking bottle thrown at her as she was walking down the ramp uh, before the match. Th- maybe they thought she was thirsty. I don't know what the context is. But yeah, you shouldn't throw bottles of water. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't throw stuff at the performers, please. I don't care what your political beliefs are. That does not make you right. Right. If you want, you tweet about it. Sure. That doesn't make you right either, but that, you know... Six and stones and water bottles may break my bones, but words won't do any physical damage. Words do nothing. We have to be about our actions, and you need to be respectful. Because what? What about you? What? What if it's you? Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. Could be you living another life. You know. Yeah. What'd you think of uh, Cole's blatant agenda pushing? Refresh my memory. But he, he's. After the women's match, he said, you know, sometimes you, you push and you push and you push and eventually you can make change happen. Something like that. I like that. That's the truth. It is true. But for the Saudi fans, maybe don't really rub it in so much that a wrestling company is trying to change the culture in your country. Yeah, but not everybody's about that. Like, some people probably think it's like, why are we still living this old way? It's like, I can't speak for a people, but... And also, they have an Arabic commentary booth for a reason, too. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what audio they're getting over there. Mm -hmm. And they're probably not... I don't know what... I don't know. We can't... Like, culture, their culture is, like, really old. Like, it's a lot older than ours, because they've been there forever-ish, and, you know, the story of here. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. I I'm, I saw it happen, and I, I was invested. I got a little teary. I'm like, wow, this is great. So I'm thinking, like, because I have a daughter, and it's like, what, can imagine that you live in a society where... Women can pretty much do anything, but men can't be outside at night by themselves. Mm. They can't drive by themselves. You always have to be accompanied by a man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where you sit 
is determined on your status. Like if you're married or if you're single, you can't really go anywhere where there's single men. Or, you know what I mean? Like, just imagine if that's you. If you're in that. Yeah, it's, it's completely oppressive. You know, it's like, you know, culture is culture, but it's like, there's no reason why just because they're a different gender than you, they, that a, a human being shouldn't be able to enjoy the same freedoms if we're on, we're like equal playing field. Everybody's going to live and everybody's going to die. Yeah. It's, it's not, mm-hmm. but you in, know. In that, in between, let's just ride it out. Let's just. Let's just do what we gotta do to be happy. Yeah, things take time. And I think that's huge. Like, I, they, that's never happened there, and it's like, good on them. Yeah, a tremendous moment. I'm glad that they didn't, um, work heel face. Yeah, it they was kind of face real. face. Yeah. You could, you could tell. Like, Natty, just, just, just coming out to the ring, like, she could barely contain herself. Yeah, and like, people, Dang, oh, look what they had to wear. It's like, you, a huge change like that doesn't happen overnight. And they can't go out there dressed the way they do. Are you kidding me? Do you yeah. want them to come home alive? What are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I was joking with you in, in text saying, I hope they're wearing Kevlar under there. Yeah. Because, like, legit, I'm worried for their safety. Until I hear that they're home, I'm going to be worried. Yeah. It was fine. Lacey Evans is perfect for that. Um, I give Natalia a lot of crap, and it's like, so easy to criticize, and I know that's what we do here, but sometimes <laughs> I sit here, yeah. and like, maybe I had a little bit too much of the medicine, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, look at her, look at them, look at them working their butts off. Doing it, uh-huh. I can't do any of that. <laughs> I just sit here and talk crap about them doing that, and I felt gross. I'm like, this is... Honestly, honestly, the the match I I felt it the, was your basic like basic basic match. Yeah, it was a little slow. It was a little sloppy. But you know, they're both they're both literally nervous for their lives, and also nervous because this is the standard. If and when Saudi Arabia turns it around and they get equality, this is the moment that will be literally played back over and over and over and over again, saying this was. The first time female performers were shown. And I get it. I get that there's a lot of controversy about dealing with Saudi Arabia. We all know. Yeah. But it's like most of the fans, they're not responsible. They're as responsible for what their government does as we're responsible for what ours does. You know what I'm trying to say? A little bit less. A little bit less because we can vote. But... Can we? Can we? <laughs> as long as it's a two-party system, it's it's either, it's either A or B. Can we? Yeah. Can we? You know, it's like a lot of times it's like um, what is it? It's like um, the lesser of. I two feel evils? like it's a fixed game. Yeah. It's like, go ahead, guys. Democracy's real. Yeah. Is it though? It's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, do you do you want to stay in this frying pan? It's really hot. No. You want out? You want out? Okay, you're out. Now you're in the fire. Yeah, it's like, but where would you rather live? I don't know. I, I just don't know. Dem- I, I'm too stupid. Democracy just- is the least worst problem in the world. Yeah. 
we're just we're trying to stick to wrestling here. This is so it's so. It, it, it just so happens uh, that this this match is very political. It's so I know I know, and I'm sorry. It's just it's it's history. I'm just glad to have been a part of history. And as a father, it's like that's great because then it's like to see like the like the, they show the girls in the crowd and stuff, and it's like wow, mm. that that was something for them, you know, because you know they used to see these dudes doing stuff. It's like why can't women, you know? Yeah, and they they can. They're they're seeing that they can. They're seeing that this wall, this figurative wall, this figurative wall, <laughs> not my wall here. You're not breaking down my wall. Not that wall. This figurative wall has just been broken down. Their mothers, I'm sure, I'm sure those little girls are going to talk to their mothers later on. And their mother's going to say, I never thought ever that this could possibly happen. So things that were inconceivable to their parents are now happening. So that literally tells these kids anything can happen. If you can imagine it, you can make it happen. Also, maybe be careful because it depends on what kind of parents you have. Because, like, I don't think everybody's on board. Like, you really can't speak for an oh, entire... Certainly. certainly. Like, there's a lot of people that are, like, really great. And it's like, I probably shouldn't be watching this right now. Yeah. Because I might get into a lot of trouble. The first family that they showed when Natty was coming out, the husband was, like, covering his eyes. But I think he was also, like, recording. while his And his whole family was, like, recording on their phones also. But, like, he was looking down and he had his hand up over his... Over his eyes like this, like kind of like shading from the sun. I'm, I'm like you could see me, but they. I but can't see you. You're not doing can't. a John Cena impression. Right. No, listeners it, can't see you. Yeah, he's like he's like it's like he's trying to shade his eyes from the sun, so he's not looking. But he he was recording with his phone, and his whole family was also. So he acknowledges that it's history, but in case his God would be upset at him looking, he's not going to look. I feel like that's fine. Later. But I guess, you know, they don't know anything about technology, those gods. Yeah, right. You know, they're just there doing their thing. I'm not, like, I'm not looking at a woman. I'm looking at pixels. Look, look, look. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the justification, good on Natty and Lacey. I am a real American. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was a little worried for that, for that interest music also. (laughs) Dude, like, is he though? Yeah, he is though. They uh, love him over there. It's Hulk Hogan, man. Everybody loves Hulk over there. And speak, speaking of Hulk, what about uh, them bringing out Byron specifically for the oh Team God. Hogan it Team Flair so match? So blatant. I'm like, what? What? Beautiful Byron, brother. I'm like, did they really? Oh my God, they it's did. Like it. he's he's not bad. He likes me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, God. Uh, well, let's see. What else about uh? Crown Jewel. Let me take you back to a week ago. Honestly, I think it should be a heel tag team. So Team Flair? No, that's not the tag team turmoil match. That's Team Flair. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Flair. Yeah, right. uh, this one's for the best tag team champion in the world. Champions. I would say mm-hmm. you do the OC. Because that's like mm-hmm. their heels. It's, and the Revival's in it too, so the Revival... That's the movie. I, that, that's the music I had in my head earlier. The, the OC's old music, hmm. the, rather um, Anderson and Gallows' old music. Um, I think OC makes sense. Bring them in later, have them fresh. Dirty tactics. The way back. And there you hear in that clip just now that I predicted correctly. 
the best tag team in the world would be the OC. Good call. Although I was wrong, and I'm going to admit it right now, I was wrong about Kane Velasquez and Brock. I don't remember what I said, but I think it was going to be like uh, Kane winning or something. I don't remember. Well, it turns out Kane, Kane got hurt training. So but who knows if that was still going to be the finish. It's just they got to it faster. Yeah. I read that it was originally supposed to be Tyson Fury versus Brock. Ooh. I'm okay with the way it went, but that would have been interesting too. Yeah. They they changed it once the, once the Kane deal started to happen. They're like, wait a second. This makes a lot more sense. Yeah. It does. It definitely does. Now where do you go? You know, does Kane have to learn? He has to train up hard, learn the WWE ways, and then come back mm-hmm. against Brock? I kind of wish they didn't have him lose to the Kimura. Hmm. Like, maybe it shouldn't have been clean. I think that might have been what Brock wanted to do in their match. It's kind of like a fantasy fulfillment for him. Hmm. Like he, oh, like in their, in their fight, you mean? Like in their first fight, because... Uh, Kane, like, just battered Brock. Like, he hammer-fisted him to death, I think. Something like that. I don't remember exactly, but he couldn't... He couldn't use his wrestling on him. You know? I feel like... That's what I felt. I thought it was, like, a fantasy thing. Like, yeah. oh, this is how I do it. I feel like, uh, the story should have been told where, um... Like, you and I know, and some of the listeners know, that Kane was working in AAA in Mexico. Under a mask. Yeah, have him come back as a luchador? No. But I kind of feel like what they should have done is they should have had Kane be maybe not unfamiliar with the rules of wrestling as opposed to MMA, but not be used to the fact that... He can use the referee. Right. All the cheating that you can do. Of that, or that the 12-6 elbows are legal, shots to directly to a an organ is legal, shots to the spine are legal. Um, and had Brock sort of use, use that to win. Like maybe a sh- like in, like a 12 6 elbow, like directly to the spine. And he's like, oh, he, he, he's complaining to the ref, and the ref's like, it's legal, man. Oh, yeah. You know? I think Ray Mysterio would just tell him about wrestling. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, this is different than what you're doing. It's all right. My phone fell. All the time. Listen, Every week now. I have to be, con- I'm the most consistent motherfucker in the room. <laughs> I gotta Starting- do that. Now, yeah, um, I don't know. I, I feel like him losing to. I mean, they re- they wrestled the whole match MMA style, sort of. Those punches, man. I don't know about that. Dumb cane punches. <laughs> Let me just really try hard not to hit him for real. <laughs> All right, now, listen. Take take some getting used. To. I mean, either way. Tyson Fury did better than I thought he would. Me too. He won. First of all, he won. Which, I, I mean, I didn't really think about whether or not he would win. Yeah, but him winning, it doesn't hurt anyone. Because he didn't pin Braun Strowman. He won by countout. Exactly. Which they said is TKO. Which is like, no, he lost well, by countout. Yeah. They corrected it afterwards. Yeah, but, th- but what they were saying was it was the equivalent in boxing of a TKO. Because he didn't because, make the 10 count. Right, he didn't make the standing 8 count, standing 10 count, whatever... It is like Brock would have been Brock Braun would have been declared out on his feet, and the boxing match would have been over mm. if that were a boxing match. Six, he's six nine. That's crazy. Yeah, his entrance was great. I'm like, oh my god! It really reminded me of like a different version of the Rocky Four, which he did mm. do the Rocky Four entrance in another fight, mm. 
well, it was living in America, the James Brown playing, and he had the hat on. You never seen Rocky Four, nope. But you should watch it. But the way Braun, well, let me start with the first one. The way Braun Strowman sold it was the same way Ivan Drago sold it mm. in Rocky Four. Like he's sitting there, he's like, he's looking around, like all the fancy pyro and stuff. And it's like there was a lot of pyro for Tyson Fury. Oh, would have been great if he were to come down on a camel, but the outfit was cool enough. Yeah. Yeah, he knows how to ingratiate himself towards the crowd. Or piss him off. He's you so... Never what, you never know. The, I mean, why is this Irish guy dressing like that? He's so cool. He's so cool. I wish I was that cool. I'm like watching, like, man, the confidence. You know how you get confidence like that? By being trained to punch people in the face mm-hmm. and dropping people. That's the type of, that's the type of confidence. It's like, I'm super happy, but I can drop you. Yeah. I will drop you. <laughs> True story. Um, Universal Championship, huh? What about, boy, what am I eating crow? Like eating fucking humble pie starting now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I didn't get, I didn't think they would do it. Honestly, so I watched, um, the Universal Championship match today. The crown jewel was yesterday because I didn't have enough time. Um, I accidentally spoiled the ending for myself, but I didn't see how it happened. Watching today how it happened, it was kind of like, alright, so we got blinded and then ate Sister Abigail. After Mandible Claw. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was it was kind of a grueling match. I I think they could have gotten, they could have gotten a few more minutes. Maybe there should have just been a few more minutes before that final sequence. Maybe. I was a little thrown off about what they're going to do, but Raw is owed a draft pick. True. Why is that? Because of, uh, of the Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss to SmackDown. Right. Because they were drafted separately mm-hmm. to Raw, but yeah. then they were taken to SmackDown as a together? or Yeah. So Raw is owed a later one, so I'm thinking they'll just get Bray Wyatt back to Raw. Makes sense. Because then it's... Because we have this year at Survivor Series for the first time ever. And this is the next big story. It's Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT, where SmackDown's probably going to win. But Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Didn't SmackDown win last time they did something like this? I thought it? Raw won. Was it Bra- a proving ground? No, I think it was still Survivor Series. Ground. Yeah, I remember. There have been a few, there have been a few iterations. Uh, what was but um, most recently it's Survivor Series bragging rights. Yeah, but it's yeah. been Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how are they going to do this? Are they going to have a Raw vs SmackDown match, a Raw vs NXT match, and an NXT vs SmackDown match? Or I they- think triple threat match. That's the rumor. I don't know if it's true, but triple threat five on five on five or four on four on four. No, don't you remember the champions from each brand face each other? Are you list? Do you watch Survivor Series? Last year it was Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. The year before that, AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah. Hey, do you remember how bad my memory is? Yeah, but it's like Survivor Series. They, they did, you know, the Intercontinental Champions. I hmm. think they did. So we could have the Fiend versus Brock Lesnar. Versus Adam Cole. Poor Adam Cole. Oh, jeez. Baby. Well, you know... A... Uh... Anything goes in triple threat. Yeah. 
be, you know, ding, ding, ding. I, you two guys do this. I'm going to go chill out over here. And I think The Fiend's going to win. I'm going to hang out over here with Britt for a few. For a few. I would love to see Fiend, The Fiend beat Brock Lesnar. Or maybe it'll be that Brock Lesnar can't beat The Fiend. Oh, I had I forgot I had kind of a theory. Yeah, and this this might make this might make complete sense, and maybe it's obvious. But so the way the crowd, like going back to Hell in a Cell, the way the crowd kind of turned in favor of the Fiend, yeah. and against Seth, I kind of feel like because you know how like the fans that would always boo Cena regardless, and the fans would always boo Roman regardless of what they're doing. You or whatever. think they found Seth Rollins? Is that what you're getting at? No, kind of the opposite. The fans, I'm just saying, like, the, it, think of that general age group. The fans that right now love The Fiend, for the most part, I think are the fans that grew up with Taker. Oh, okay. And so, it's been a long time since we've had, like, any kind of supernatural character. And the fact that they're working this character really, really, really well. And that so far there's nothing that's insane, unbelievable, like how Taker would shoot lightning out of his hands. Remember? He's the Undertaker. Right. But nothing completely inconceivable has inconceivable. been done. Inconceivable! Right. Nothing inconceivable has been done. So they're protecting the character. In keeping a little bit of credibility. And the fans that grew up with The Undertaker from the time that he was the phenom. Look at the size of that guy, you know? And watched Undertaker's tremendous career. The Fiend is resonating with them. And that's why they turned on Seth. Because they want to see The Fiend succeed. I think it's that. I think it's also um, fans of Bray Wyatt and, like, they recognize, like, his hard work and, like, creativity. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we – we it's not like we don't like Seth Rollins. We don't like that that's the guy you picked, but this not that's not who we picked. This is who we think should do it. This is the guy. We want this kind of like because this is different. You know, everybody wants different, and this is different, which is what got me partly mad. Not like mad, but like I disagree with a lot of people on being mad at Hell in a Cell. It's like, but didn't you see Bray Wyatt take a stomp? Did you see the Fiend take a stomp and just get right back up? Mm-hmm. Did you see him take like eight and just kick out after one? Do you not see that? Do you not see that that Undertaker thing is happening now? Yeah. You know? And it's like, and I then I get it, it's like, okay, but if he could do all that, then they should have just let him win that match. If you didn't want him to have the belt, then maybe you didn't have the match. That's plenty of other people, Bray, the Fiend could have had matches where would which would have been just as cool, and you wouldn't have to use a championship. But now you did it. And now you, you made that mistake, and now he's the universal champion. Let's see where we go. Right. And... So I still don't like the non-finish of the Hell in a Cell match. I understand the story they were and still are telling. I still think something different could have been done. 
I still don't like what they did there, but I'm still intrigued by the story. Um, also, uh, we, yeah, but look, yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, you ruined the fiend." What happened? Uh, no, how? A bunch of people said that, but it's like, no, you didn't. He's not ruined. That look, doesn't make any sense. That was a chapter. Yeah, that was a chapter. It was on the next chapter. If anything, the fiend looked better there. That's I. I don't know, man. He wasn't. I, I don't he, agree. Yeah, he wasn't pinned. He got up from literally everything Seth did, including a sledgehammer to a ladder with a chair in the middle to the face. Yeah, he should have at least tried to get a cover. And and what did the fiend do? The fiend locked in the mandible claw and hit Sister Abigail on concrete. After he got up from the stretcher. Yeah. And there's blood. Well, no, they didn't bother with the paste. stretcher. What, talking about this one or Hell no, in a Cell? No, it's Hell in a Cell. He tried to put him on a stretcher. Right, but, but they, never, they never got to it. Seth pushed them away and that was when he locked in the mandible claw. Okay. It's a long time ago. Yeah. I'm not going to fault your memory, no more. Okay. Right. Uh, I, I, I need I can't. to start taking Alpha Brain again. Oh, yeah. Get that, back that. on that Alpha Brain, son. Um. So, so that's my take on that. We both listened to the Corey Graves podcast this week where he interviewed Seth Rollins and Bailey and Triple H and Ric Flair. That's Ric Flair's ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Ric Flair's ghost, everybody. Uh, happy Halloween. Um, Happy first of the month. <laughs> yeah. So Seth was saying that like the fans sort of turned on him. And he compared it to, like, when fans turn on Cena, when when they turn on Roman. And I think it's different. I don't think it's the fa- that the fans turned on Seth. I think it's more that the fans wanted Bray. It's different. We the, the, the fans in general don't dislike Seth. I mean, Seth is a damn workhorse. I mean, if you look at his Twitter, I don't know. I don't know. Um, He, uh, what did he say? He's saying that, like, people should stop being marks about Twitter. And he's like, he's just playing along. Like, if somebody's going to say something, yeah, you know, he's going to just play along, too, because, you know, like that's when he wrestling. Called, like when he called AEW minor league. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun if everybody's all fun, uh, everybody's all buddy-buddy. Yeah. That's why face-versus-face matches aren't the best. That's why it's heel-versus-face, mostly. Yeah, exactly. It's a tale as old as time. Why are we going to do baby-face, baby-face on Twitter if Twitter also is getting used to do like angles and stuff like that. And and at the same time, I, I'd be a little bit more appreciative because now it's like, can you imagine growing up where you could have like freaking uh I don't know, JYD on Twitter talking crap to Hulk Hogan and the Hulkamania days when they're not you know what I'm saying? Or like uh, you know, uh Brett the Hitman Hart having Twitter beef with Duke the Dumpster Drosy, you know? <laughs> what Come on. Now you could have people across promotions. Oh, you don't think it'd be cool if like Kevin Nash back in the outsider days with the during the Nitro the the Monday Night Wars just just trashing the WWE locker room and vice versa? Like come on, and now you get that. They don't have to be in the same place, but they can talk crap about each other. Yeah. We can have that drama and they don't even have to touch. Like it's just, Twitter's supposed to be fun. Yeah, it's exactly what he said. Like it's just you know, it's it's kayfabe, bro. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Seth's face work. I really mm-hmm. hope this is leading to like a heel turn down the road. But it's like, as a dude, he's kind of right. Like, I kind of understand what he's saying. It's like it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Um, you and actually, he is one of the. He does perform at a high level, like he says. Yeah, he is so good. Like he's he's good at all of it. 
Well, so is Kenny Omega. Yeah. You know, but it's like... I see... He I, said it himself. He hasn't been to WWE. Right. And I've proven it here. I... To me, there's a clear difference in style because Kenny Omega still wrestles, like, he's, he still works the Japanese style. Like, the Japanese crowd is very different from the American crowd. And his mannerisms and everything still seem geared towards the Japanese crowd. I don't know. His entrance this week was very good. Very right. good. I'm very cool. I saw what, what, what last Very week? Undertale. Very good. Okay. So good. Uh, he faced Joey Janela last week. Yeah. This week, it's, uh, it's a three on three, uh, tag team match. It's him and the Young Bucks mm-hmm. versus the best friends, I think. No. Never mind. I messed oh. that up. It's, uh, I don't remember who the other guys were. Great. But it was really cool because they all had like different, like Young Bucks, spoiler alert, they brought back their uh Ryu and Ken look. Mm. And Kenny Omega was Sans from uh Undertale. It's like mm. it's a the skull face, he's got the jacket on. Mm. It was so cool. And he had an intro that was eight bit. His music went eight bit too. Cool. It's so good. I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing a lot. Um so something you said before reminded me about uh, Dolph Ziggler and Goldberg beefing on Twitter, and they ended up not doing anything with it. Um, but that reminded me of Matt Riddle, bro, who's now regularly using the spear and the jackhammer in his matches. Oh, and Gary got for Crown Jewel for I don't know, maybe <laughs> or or maybe he's just doing it on his own, just. Because to sort of, to get people talking, I mean that makes hundred percent sense. Uh, to the point where the fans are chanting "Riddle." Yeah, I did hear that uh, the week before, mm-hmm. like last week. Yeah. Um, NXT this week. Should we just talk about that since it's natural to follow that up? I can't believe I was wrong about Team Hogan winning. I thought Flair's team would win because heels, but. Mm. The big dog got the pin. He's so over. He is. You, yo, you, you heard what Flair said, right? That was a big endorsement. He's like, if you could still go, like, who would you want to wrestle with? He's like, Roman Reigns. Yeah. That is a big I'm like, wow, yeah. that's, that's pretty awesome. And he's not even the top guy right now. But he's the top guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's his nickname again? Remind me. The big dog! Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I, f- I just figured we had to get our quota in this week. Um, so Finn is saying the prince is back. Oh, is he gonna just? Oh wait, you didn't see NXT this week. I didn't. That's why. You're oh, okay, here. sorry, sorry. So, um, there was an interview he did with TMZ where uh they they sort of asked him, and he he was a little in character for it, and he ba- he basically said, and apparently apparently over the course of the week this reference was made a few times. Uh, like Raw and SmackDown is like a Hollywood movie. Going back to NXT, it's like being on Broadway. You can't hide anything there. Mm. He's like, if when I go to Raw and NXT, you know, all the fans love me. It's like, all right, they love me, fine. That SmackDown, doesn't SmackDown. You mean right? Right. Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Raw and SmackDown. I'm sorry. Uh yeah. He's like, so 
I can easily hide there because it's it's a bigger show. And I see it's it's a small show. It's like being on Broadway. The spotlight is right on you. You can't hide a thing. And um, they made reference the TMZ uh, guy asked him something about his attitude. And he's like, I don't know. Maybe the prince is back. So maybe a little. Maybe it's just the uh, he's still Finn Balor, but he's doing. He's gonna be that. Yeah, that that that's his attitude. Yeah, which is which is fine. I hope he doesn't like join the undisputed era. He sort he sort of made it clear that he's not planning to. But he did make Bullet Club. Yeah, he did uh, the figures at um yeah the, the Johnny the pistols. Oh, that's a great way to go in though. That's a hot feud to start with mm-hmm. versus Johnny. Um, I feel like oh so so the after the opening match, which was the Oshirai versus Candice LeRae, uh, which was a good match, I mentioned to you earlier off air that um, uh, this performer Poppy, who performs Eoshirai's theme song, she did a song, and then she did Eo's entrance song, and Eo came out with her and everything and the whole nine. Um, but, so then Finn cut a promo in the ring. Oh, sorry, there was a Finn vignette where he said the prince is back. So he's sort of reiterating what he said on so, on uh, TMZ. And then he comes out and says, quote, Two months ago, I'm laying down for the hottest new thing in this business who just put on a mask, but now I've taken my mask off. Ooh. I'm going to refrain from putting my hands in my underwear. <laughs> Just to be respectful, <laughs> it was, dude. It was, it was like the crowd. The, the crowd fucking ate it up oh, like crazy. Man, that's so cool. All he did was put on a mask. It's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, oh. this is uh, there. There are probably some like real feelings behind that whole thing. I hope so. Because I'm sure he was upset about that. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, he's Finn- a professional, so it's like. Exactly. Also, at the same time, Finn had just asked for some time off. He's like, "All right, but here's what we're gonna do." Mm. It's like, uh, "All right, like you, you, if you're asking time off, you can't be upset that you have to do the job on your way out." Did you hear about the drama though? That this does kind of fit into the fact that we mentioned Finn Balor. Like, I don't know if this has to do with uh, Jordan's issue, but that now that NXT is on TV, that they're on USA Network. Mm-hmm. The talent were expecting a pay bump because they're on TV, TV, TV. Mm. Whereas Finn Balor is there, but I don't know if it's a limited uh, dates, like if he's not going as hard as they are, but he's going to still be getting the same money he was getting as if he was on Raw SmackDown. From what I saw, he actually did take a pay reduction. But it's still not as much. I'm pro- I'm pretty sure, but a lot of them are like I, that was the rumor that they're like looking for releases and stuff because it's like they're not getting paid what they should for being on TV. TV. Um. Well, I, there's, like I'm not saying I agree. Right. There's there's a few things I want to say. To that first of all, contracts. Right. Second of all, um, you're still on TV. To sort of circle back to what I just said about contracts, when your new contract comes up. That's when we talk. Right. Because you already signed. Yeah. Like, it didn't say, oh, well, if we get TV 
TV, 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 then we're going <laughs> to... Exactly we'll said that it. way. That's, right. the, that's the wording on the contract. Yeah. TV, 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 TV. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure nothing in the contract says that if their TV deal changes or if they get a TV deal that they're automatically I think they money. were flat out told, you're not. That's not how it's going to be. Right. It's when your contract is up, we'll see what, what happens. Yeah. Um, so there's also that. Uh, there's also... It's Finn Balor. It is Finn Balor, isn't He's it? He's the first ever WWE Universal Champion. He has tons of experience. Uh, I know you're thinking Adam Cole. Hold on a second with that. That's a big name. It's a, It's also the first time someone has said, let me go back to NXT from Raw or SmackDown. If I were Adam Cole and those guys, I don't care. I like NXT. Yeah. I'd be fine. It's not that much more money. I'm sure they're I good. I mean, maybe. I mean, th- think, think about what the four of them are doing. They all came from Ring of Honor all at the same time. Except Roddy. Fuck Roddy. The, the three of them. I was like, wait, there's a fourth one. Oh, that asshole. We know I hate Roddy. They all came from Ring of Honor at the same time. So they were all used to working together. In fact, O'Reilly and Bobby Fish were Red Dragon over there. So they're, they're used to being in a tag team. They're over here. Essentially, nothing is different, except they're probably getting paid more. And they have that pride of saying, I'm a WWE superstar. Raw, SmackDown? No, NXT. But it's WWE. It's TV every week. And now it's televised TV every week. So, I'm sure they're okay. Also, Triple H has pretty much already said that he's going to hold on to the Undisputed Era as long as he can. Because he needs talent to oh, stay you mean in NXT. Vince was like, give me all you, all your women. Yeah. Can I keep Oscar? Because <laughs> at least I could tent pull her. Yeah. <laughs> and just build it around her. Yeah. I remember that. Um, oh, jeez. I remember that stupid. Oh, so, so you're three teams of three now because Stephanie said so. All right. Bad. Remember Team Bad? I do. <laughs> that was bad. PCP? PCB? <laughs> yeah, PCB, Paige, Charlotte, and Becky. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, also, so, some people on saying regarding the Jordan Miles thing that he, um, oh, he's known about the shirt. The shirt's been, sale for over, been on sale for over a month. Um, Why now? Yeah, he said, he said it had been bothering him for a while, and he just couldn't live with it. Like, there are times when something bothers you, but you're like, all right, let me see if I can get past it. Let me see if I can rationalize it. Let me see if, let me see if. There's a lot of let me see if. Where you put something, you put it off, you put it off, you put it off, and maybe something else happened. And he said, you know what, I, I can't, I can't be okay with this. Can't you be hashtag for the culture 24-7? Like, as soon as he seems like, for the culture. Yeah, right. Now it's like, hmm, okay, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw online, though, just going back to the Finn Balor thing, I'm pretty sure that I saw that he took a pay cut. All right, good. I mean, not good, but hey, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's it's less dates. It's not touring f- all week, you know? Didn't have to go to Saudi Arabia. Right. They're just in Florida. Mm-hmm. So um, I heard a thing where they're not going to be in Florida every week for uh, NXT. Makes sense. Going forward. Might want to move around a little bit. Right. They're, they're still going to probably, like, every other week be... Full sale. sale. Yeah. Because it's good to have, like, a home base. I like a home base. Mm-hmm. It's home. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, next, there was a Kubrick Warriors vignette, Tyler Bate vignette, 
Then Bronson Reed versus Shane Thorne. Bronson Reed is a big dude. Shane Thorne is formerly of TMI. Yeah, TMI 61. And Bronson Reed won. Good for him. They're both Aussies, He's by the way. He's a big guy. Yeah. Uh, Kabuki Warriors versus Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. Very good match overall. Some green mist in your face. There was, there was green mist. Uh, let's see. Uh, after the match, Shana and crew came out and surrounded the ring. Tegan Knox started the brawl to try to keep them away from, uh, Dakota Kai, who was still trying to get the mist out of her face, but it was three on one. Shane is about to hit the arm stomp when Rhea Ripley comes out, but Io Shirai intercepts her. Uh, Rhea gets the upper hand on Io, but Bianca Belair attacks Rhea from behind. Candice LeRae comes out. They all brawl until Shayna and, R- and Rhea get face-to-face. Rhea hits takedown. Free-for-all continues. Rhea comes out on that balcony thing they have now. Orders a stoppage, and he says, I have You a- kids! You kids with your noise! <laughs> Shut up! That's yeah. what it reminded me of, because I saw a picture of it. Mm-hmm. He might as well have been shaking his fist. Yeah. So I'll call the police. So you heard the announcement then? Yes. War Games. First ever women's war games match. Yay. It had to happen. Of course. So so that's pretty big. Also, rumor has it that there's going to be a, a war games match at Survivor Series. It's at least been brought up. That would be big. So that would be the first time War Games is truly under the main roster of WWE umbrella. Series. Wow. There's going to be two rings in the middle of the fucking arena for the whole thing. Interesting. Crazy. Could you imagine? Yes, I can. So, let's let's imagine a couple teams here. Okay. Like, if we're doing four on four. It's probably going to be War Raiders. Who have experience in there. Yes. Uh, team them up with... What's a good babyface tag team? You can do... Wow. I can't think of another babyface tag team that I would team with the War Raiders. Oh, uh, Hawkins um, and Ryder. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, they're not, really, they're not exactly considered consider top tier, are they? No. Well, former tag champs. I mean, who else... Well, if you have to do... Raw vs. SmackDown, then it would have to be the OC and the War Raiders, the Viking Raiders, against, if they're the champions, Revival, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, the New so, Day. So if you're doing Raw, Raw, if you're doing Raw vs. Oh, SmackDown vs. Right. NXT, that's right. then mm-hmm. it's Viking Raiders versus OC versus Undisputed Era. Okay, yeah. Which makes sense if they're doing a women's war games match. Maybe they won't do a men's. Wait, war no, games they can't match. because OC and Viking Raiders are on Raw. He is SmackDown team. Oh, uh, Viking Raiders uh, revival. Okay, it just sucks teams. that the best tag team in the world is not going to be involved in that, unless it's just not tag teams, and and it's a bunch of guys like thrown together in teams. Ali will be in there, 100%. like the. Oh, I was just going to say the best two of the brands. They're going to want Ali in there. Yeah, I guess. Ali's a good show. Yeah, but, like, character-wise, it doesn't matter to me if he's evolved in winning or not. They got to... But then again, I don't have to be behind everyone. It's mm-hmm. not for me to decide. Oh, may- maybe... 
crazy athletic tag team. Ali and Ricochet. So, yeah, they're both on Raw, right? Right? I think so. Or is Ali on SmackDown? I don't remember. Stupid draft. Dumb draft. They're still upholding the draft, right? Supposedly, except for tonight, because... <laughs> the, well, the, the, the draft is in effect... The, these are exclusive rosters, asterisks, do except I, when I they do get a stuck. lot of starting now with the with the draft. Yeah, uh, supposedly, like if they were going to get raw guys to fill in for SmackDown tonight, they would have had to get permission from both Fox and USA. Makes sense, or at least that's a storyline they want us to believe. I'm fine with that. Right. Um, I mean, a lot of speculation going into Survivor Series, considering we are only a day removed from. Crown Jewel. Um, so next segment, we had uh, Cameron Grimes versus Tyler Bate. Cameron Grimes won with the cave and after Killian Dane came to ringside. That was all he did, but that was enough to distract Tyler Bate. There will be enough to distract me. Uh, next week, we have Pete Dunn versus Killian Dane, because you remember the interaction they had a week or two ago? Where I do. He went to his fingers. Uh, so post match, Killian Dane hits the running senton, then a cannonball onto the steps onto Tyler Bate. Way to throw your weight around. Then he shouts at him to tell Pete Dunn they have unfin- unfinished business. That's scary. That's a very scary man. We had a Hector Garza vignette where they show pictures of him and his family, and uh, I for- I forgot until then. I keep forgetting this that he's actually um, Umberto Carrillo's cousin. Whoa. Um, then the Undisputed Era versus Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. Oh, how'd that do? The Era won with the high-low following distractions by Cole and Roddy. Post-match, they take it to Keith Lee until Champa comes down with a crutch, evening the odds and dispatching of them. Champa is about to pick up Goldie, but he says, Goldie's gonna have to wait. His daddy's going to war. Whoa. That doesn't necessarily mean a War Games match, but it could be. I got It could qu- just be at the War Games pay-per-view. Yeah, I got a question. Wouldn't it make more sense if it was Keith Lee and um, Dijak versus uh, Disputed Era? Mm, Dijak's still heelish. So what? They got involved like in their match, you know? Didn't they? Or did he win straight up? No, no, no. no they got involved. Yeah, I think. I don't know. But they did have a Twitter exchange, though, Keith Lee and um, Dijak. Keith Lee. Keith. That, I like Keith Lee a lot. That he was, that's like, you know, I think he was like, oh, maybe I should do this. And he's like, I'm in. Mm. But they're like, oh, Matt Riddle, because he's a face. It's like, yeah, but still. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there. Like, you could be a heel and want to be, beat up a guy. Yeah. So, what do you got? What do you mean? That was the close of the show. Did you see... Did you want to uh, talk to us about AEW Dynamite? Can you tell me what happened on SmackDown? <laughs> I don't know. That was last week. Yeah, so it still counts as the part of the week. I think the way wrestling starts now is SmackDown, then Raw, then NXT. Yeah, except when there's a pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, Miss TV opened the show with the Team Hogan, Team Flair participants, except those from Raw because of the draft. Uh, bickering, and then Hogan proposes a three-on-three match. 
Sami Zayn agreed, but he said he tweaked his his neck on the flight over, so Cesaro is going to take his place. For reasons. Right. Because uh, I guess there was a difference of one. I don't know who's on what show. That, that I didn't keep track. I didn't put names here. I didn't care. Um, so then we had Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Sorry, Robert Roode. Versus the New Day, which Dolphin Rude win with a roll-up. Post-match oh. revival rundown to attack the New Day, prompting a four-on-two until heavy machinery rundown to even the odds, allowing the faces to clean house. Uh, yeah, you know, ah, bah, 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 bah. you know how they do. So, That'd did anything really cool happen? At at for in those two segments, or in general? In general, so you don't have to go through the whole shit. Like anything worth like really going into, like a deep dive, as it were, like really cool stuff. Mm, Lacey Evans won her match with just one move. Really, one woman's right. Yep, against it was like a hometown hottie. Cameron Connors, uh, Lacey insulted her, saying she won't subject herself to competing with the nasty or in Cowtown, which they were in. I don't know what town it was. Was it in anywhere near South Park? Because they're a cow town. Uh, so Lacey walks out. The ref gets to nine. She runs in just clocks her with the women's right and one, two, three. I'm good with that. Um, Cross tri- Nikki Cross tried really hard in her promo. Um, I feel like... I feel like there's a language barrier. It's not so much the language. Even though I understand what she says. Yeah. It's, for me, the disconnect is the character of this crazy, out of her mind person that only loves to fight. Trying to just rationalize and talk like a normal person, they don't go together. I feel like it's a different character now, though. I don't think it's, I think it's a more evolved version of that character. She's not that, I feel like her I don't know. She doesn't come across that way to me anymore. Yeah, she's, I don't know. she's not just psychotic anymore. Um, but she says, uh, Bailey's feeling the pressure of being champion, and she's going to help Bailey with that by taking her title. As for tonight, she's facing Mandy Rose, who's beautiful, but this isn't a beauty pageant. This is SmackDown. It is SmackDown, and Smacks do go down. Yes, they do. Uh, Firefly Funhouse had a funeral for Ramblin' Rabbit. But he's back! Uh, he came back. The heel glove works! And then, I think, Bray ripped his head off or squashed. Oh no, Mercy the Buzzard got to him. Yeah. Okay. That was that Mercy the Buzzard. Yeah, he ate him. Uh, that was what happened. Uh, Drew Gulak reintroduced himself. Uh, Did he launched. use a PowerPoint presentation? He, he tried to continue the PowerPoint from last week. Um, oh, that's sore, that's sore, sore spot Braun Strowman. He just can't get over it. He just can't get over how nice. Drew Gulak is trying to help him. Yeah. He's a kind guy. Um, Braun Strowman's a bully. We can all agree. There was a segment where Michael Cole asked Daniel Bryan if the yes movement is back. Before Bryan answers... I'm about to have a yes movement all over your chest, Michael Cole. No. Dolph (laughs) and Shinsuke come out. Oh, sorry. That's supposed to be an S. It's a typo. Sammy and Shinsuke. I think I saw something about this. They're trying to get Daniel Bryan into the little gang. Yeah. And it's like... You're just like us. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. 
And it's like, is he gonna? Is he gonna? But he walks away, and I think they're gonna revisit. Yeah, that. he just walks away. It's another. It's another second where Dane Bryan gets asked a question and doesn't say anything. Well, we know Daniel Bryan's gonna be here on SmackDown tonight because he didn't go anywhere. Right. <laughs> Neither um, did Sami Zayn. True. So Ray and Kane come out, and Ray says when Brock beat up Dominic, it was the worst day of his life. But he's getting, but Dominic is getting better, and he oh, still wants to be in WWE. This is the one where Brock beats up Dominic. <laughs> Again. Wait. So he says next week Kane will avenge Dominic and put another scar on Brock's face. He calls out Brock. Brock and Heyman come on the screen. And Heyman says Brock had other things to do tonight. And Ray's not biting. Kane's not saying anything. I don't know if there was a missed cue or another language barrier thing or what, but Heyman ultimately is like, all right, this is what Brock did, and he show and Brock, I think that's intentional, maybe. And Brock pulls up Dominic's body, but the delay, yeah, the delay of them after seeing that's like, okay, this murderer has your son, so you're just gonna be like, no, stop. You're not gonna just run down there. <laughs> it reminds me of how I always used to feel about Rey Mysterio on the mic, mm. in that it shouldn't happen. Oh yeah, I can see that. So bad on the mic. He is so bad. Um, oh, white this. meat baby face. Yeah, and, and then there was this the this terrible backstage segment. This do- this the training doc- room. The training room. Yeah, this this doctor. This Look, right. stand back. I, Get need back space, I need space. I need space. Come on, I need space. Does it hurt here? Does it hurt here? It's so bad. That is the worst. The worst fake doctor I have ever seen. Imagine he's not a fake doctor. I don't he's care. He's just a bad actor. <laughs> Terra bad. And that's when uh, Brock F5s Ray into the wall, then F5s Kane onto Dominic. Yeah. Which was great. And then uh, in a promo, Kane Velasquez shouts in Spanish. What did he say? I didn't write it. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to spell it. I wouldn't know how to spell it. In misspelling it, I would mispronounce it to you. Okay. And that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't uh, work. Ros con pollo. I got you. Don't make me hungry. <laughs> and then so, and then the main event was Ali, Roman, and Shorty G. I still ha- have him here as vehicle. I love the outfit. It's like a basketball outfit, but he's yeah. a wrestler. I don't understand here. It's, it's ironic because basketball players are generally tall, except for John Starks. Oh, uh, and probably a few others at this point, but John Starks. Is the only John one Stockton, I, I think, is one guy. Uh, I'm not good at basketball. That's the one. I think you're saying John Stockton just because Stockton sounds like Stocky, and you. No, I think short. I'm close. Could be. Anyway, so uh, Ali, Roman, and Shorty G beat Corbin, Shin, and Cesaro. Four fifty slash onto the King. Cool. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. I guess you want me to spoil AEW, huh? Yeah, could we, we didn't we, watch we, Power. We could talk about Raw too. I, I didn't have a chance to watch Power either. Uh, Raw. What could I say about Raw? Uh, I've stopped paying attention to the AOP vignettes. Yeah, it's like, look, right now you're just talking a lot, and oh, I but, don't but care. this time they they went back and forth between whatever language in English and Armenian. Yeah, and I remember them saying that it disconcerts people. To talk in our language, and that's what we want to do. We want we want you to be disturbed. You it's want not you. because we're bad at talking English. It's because, yeah. Uh, 
Huh. Man. Uh, Becky and Kyrie. Okay, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, Truth. Oh, yeah. Truth was there. Uh, he got the belt back, mm-hmm. but then the other Singh brother later on got the belt. Yes. Because uh, he was at he was at a door, and he was trying to run away from them, but he there ran. was the door he just came out yeah. of, too. And, and he just got floored, and I'm like, this is right. This is just right. It's a former NWA champion. Former two-time NWA champion. Yeah, but WWE employee for life. Yes. You know? Listen. He's, he's, got he's a good, always got a job. He, he He's entertaining as hell. He's got fans. He's on TV every week. Yeah. Tough to complain. And he, he's friggin' he's like fifty and he's in amazing shape. He's an amazing musician. I wanna be our truth when I grow up. Can I be our truth when I grow up? Black don't crack, baby. That's all I'm saying. Oh, he's black? Maybe. Huh. Uh what do you know? His song is catchy. Yeah. I was I was, I went to work, I think it was Tuesday, I'm like, yeah. Dogs over here, what's up? <laughs> the dogs over there, what's up? What's up? What's up? That's, that's close. I miss Carmella every week. Richard Ridge over there. I'm Jerry over here. What's up? What's up? And that's what you say. I would say, what's up? And then you say, what's up? And then I say, what's up? And then you say, what's up? And I say, what's up? And then it goes back and forth. And then the state shut off the podcast. <laughs> we just can't. <laughs> Rich uh. in the chair over there. What's up? Chair in the chair over here. What's up? What's up? Facebook is what's up? That's what's up. And you could get with that. And you could get with this. But Facebook is where it's at. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think we're done here. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh. Seth Rollins decided he needed a warm-up for The Fiend and decided to face Eric Rowan. Because he used to hang out with Bray Wyatt. Yes, in a false Count Anywhere match. Which he won. With the stomp onto the ladder. Wow. Why didn't he try that on Bray? I guess he figured it wouldn't work. Because he stomped him on that big giant hammer of his. And then the other thing. I think at that point it's a mallet. It's a mallet. It's a mallet. Mallet. And then there was King's Court with the makeout session. That was... I like Rusev. I like Lana. It's a lot of like... Yeah. There's a lot of leg on that. Dress. I really want to know what's going on here with that. Like, I'm looking forward to the WWE 365 Rusev. Can I, can I quote you? Yeah. Can I quote you back at yourself? Sure. Don't work yourself into a shoot, brother. I know it's a work, but it's like, it's a very sophisticated work. Is it that sophisticated? I mean. She's kissing Lashley on TV. It's your, it's a man's wife though. Like, they're married. Mm-hmm. For shoot. Yeah. It's like, that's some next level professionalism that I will never have. Rusev, like, I want TV time, but I don't want TV time that bad. Things are different in Europe. Oh, really? Now, I'm not, I'm not gonna put words He's in- He's Bulgarian. Ru- right? Those are alpha males, bro. They're not gonna be okay with that. 
But ha- but I know uh, he's not Russian, Russian. Yeah, like, but I, they're a cold, hard people. They're not gonna let their woman be used like that. They are, and I'm not gonna like assume anything. But maybe his point of view is it's just a kiss, whatever. Lashley's also married. Is he though? Is he still? As far as I Do know, we know for sure. To, Chris, to Crystal Marshall. Let me double check. I know, but you know who's to say? Who knows? Oh, what if that's what happens? She shows up. She's back. And she's like, you you didn't think I was going to find out about your cheating ways. What were you doing it on TV and all? Yeah, right. Well, let me tell you something. I did what I had to do. And I got the WWE Network for nine ninety nine, And I know what you did, Robert. And it's like, oh, <gasps> she called him Robert. Yeah, right. Or Let's she could see. just call him Bob. Like, Roman made that, like, really bad for him. Yup. Wow, he's older than me? Hmm. I mean... Franklin Roberto Lashley. His name's Franklin? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She's gonna call him Franklin. Franklin? You didn't think I was gonna find out about all this? And he's like, oh, damn. Yup. Let me see. It's not listed on the right side for some reason. How about you check the left side? Left side of what? Yes. What? Ah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just say things. The hell is shark fights? Shark fights? Mm-hmm. What? That's something that you should we should look up on YouTube later. Um... Apparently, I missed... Well, first of all, they were never married. Apparently, they split in April 2010. Alright, I got some updated uh, news for tonight's SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, due to lack of talents on board for WWE SmackDown tonight, Brock Lesnar will be making a special appearance tonight. Wow. It has also been confirmed that Triple H will be running all of SD tonight. The NXT talents flying to Buffalo tonight are a Triple H call. So for tonight, what you said, Bailey defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Nikki Cross, Brock Lesnar appearance, and a few surprises for tonight's show. And there you go. Hmm. Interesting. Do you know Bobby Lashley was in a movie in 2009 called The Way of War? His role was that of Tattooed Hispanic Man. Interesting. According to Wikipedia. I found another thing. So there's an article from WrestlingInc.com um, that's somebody... So based on the article, it seems like Vince McMahon knew something was going to go down as he left Crown Jewel before the main event. Hmm. Vince McMahon, Kevin, the Beaver Dunn. I didn't know that was his... And their personal staff left early via Vince McMahon private jet plane. Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, and Hulk Hogan also left early via Brock Lesnar private jet. Hmm. Brock Lesnar contract allows him to have a private jet when he has to do shows outside the U.S. for WWE. Apparently, Rusev is not a fan of this. He mocked Hulk Hogan on his Twitter account saying that they, quote, need prayers, dot, 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 brother, (laughs) quote. (laughs) Count Buddy Murphy has another talent who wouldn't be doing the Crown Jewel specials either. Hmm. 
because of the nightmare of getting back and stuff. Yeah. Um, so Atlas Air apparently released a statement regarding the flight delays. Let's see what their statement is. See if it's anything uh, important. Uh, this is a mechanical issue. It says flight was scheduled to depart at 3 a.m. local time. Aircraft is being repaired and will be inspected and certified before returning to service. Do they not have another plane that they can just say, all right, here you go? Whatever. Someone said, Fitz McMahon took his employees halfway across the world for an obvious cash grab and then asked, quote, okay, how, how are y'all getting home? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you can Uber from here, right? Yeah, right? There's a lot going on here. So... Apparently, they're saying that the Saudi Arabia issues may not be related to the... It may not be plane issues. It might be something else that only Vince knows about. It says, uh... Let's see. Oh, for what it's worth, there are rumors circulating among the talent that the issues have to do with something else. And the story about the mechanical issues is just... This is from WrestlingNews.co. It's just a public story being given by WWE. At this point, nobody knows the real story except from Vince McMahon. Dave Meltzer at Dave Meltzer one says, I don't think anyone but Vince truly knows the rest of speculations. Those there I've been in contact with who are still there have a different story. So I'm really, I'm like, I don't know. And subscribe to the Wrestling Observer newsletter to find out what that different story is. No, I think I'm excited about SmackDown and I'm excited about what's happening with this. Are you going to be watching SmackDown live tonight? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Why? Did you want to do that? I was going to say, you know, it's we're getting to that time. Well, we're getting to the end of the podcast. We are. Um, doing that, too. I'm going to do my thing that How, I do. Is there, is there a power? I didn't watch power. You didn't watch power. I didn't watch power. And you didn't watch this week's AEW. I did. You did. Uh, new Tag Team Champions. The winners are SCU. I was a little disappointed. I called it, though. You did. I really thought the Lucha Brothers was going to win. It was a roll-up. Hmm. A roll-up. Wow. Yeah. It was uh, Scorpio rolled Mm. up um, Pentagon. Um, Mm. Yeah. I I was like, wow, it's a good thing this rest of chick because Pentagon was about to lose it. Uh, Aubrey Edwards? Yeah. She's so good. Uh, what else? Uh, the, 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 I told you about the Kenny Omega thing. Uh, Moxie was pissed that because of what happened, um, against what he did with, uh, Pac mm-hmm. and all that stuff that the, his match against, um, Kenny Omega is going to be a lights out match. Yeah. What does that mean? That means it doesn't count. It's unsanctioned. Basically, but also since wins and losses matter, it mm-hmm. doesn't. If he wins, it's not going to count on his official record that he beat Kenny Omega. And they had it where like, oh, Tony wants to talk to you, Tony Khan, mm-hmm. and you follow Moxley. He goes backstage to the office. He goes in the office, but you only hear what's happening inside. You don't see anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you know, it's going to have to be this. And he's like, but I thought you'd like that. And he's like, you know, whatever. You know, you all you guys are trying to put me into this box, all your, your suits and all that stuff. And over there, they try to do that to me. You're trying to do that to me over here. 
because uh, you can't control me. I'm a free spirit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's not what he said. Mm. Watch it yourself. It was, you know, it was there, but it's like, I'm excited about Moxley, but I'm like, I don't. Two things uh. directly relates to this. One, no repercussions for Cody last week destroying arena property? Apparently not. Okay. That's not the story. That's exactly, that's exactly what I thought. The story was Cody was with Tony Schiavone. They picked him up at the plane and they're in the car and they come together to the show to do the. Oh, their plane's on time. Yeah. They do a contract <laughs> signing with Jericho and Jericho's like, yeah, man, you know, I'm Jericho and we're here, but guess who's not here and what's going to happen here to look at your brother over there. You're getting beat up by the undefeated. Uh, UFC fighter, I mean, uh, Bellator, Bellator fighter, Jack Hager, you know, his, he's undefeated. His last match, he beat a man almost to death or whatever. Mm. And he beat up, uh, Dustin and he slammed his arm in the door of a limo. The last match was a no contest. Yeah. So. Because of two groin shots in under 30 seconds. Um. That's kind of. I read about it. That you should not punch people in the junk. Right. In 30 seconds. Um, Let's wait to do a junk punch. Yeah, right. Uh, the second point I wanted to make. Oh, and there's this weird thing with Brandy Rhodes and uh, Awesome Kong. Yeah. Well, it's a weird, like, vignette they played. She's she's kind of Kong's manager a little bit, or Kong's it kind of her heavy It looked to me like little. she's got, like, a voodoo control over her or something. If you watch the video, it's weird. It's, like, hmm. really weird. Interesting. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, it's interesting that they're doing something with Brandy, but it's, like, it's a weird promo, kind of. You'd have to see it for yourself. I'm not doing yeah, anything. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to check it out hopefully this weekend. Uh, what was the other thing I wanted to mention? There was Tony Khan. There was the Cody thing. Jericho's a great heel. Moxley. As the old guy. Oh, yeah. So, they're obviously... They're like, oh, wins and losses matter. Asterisk, except when we're going to work a storyline where we say it doesn't. Like, I'm not even that already. Oh, he also said what I do to Kenny Omega is your fault. Yeah. Pretty much. It was an okay show. I don't remember the second thing. Oh, I to there point was a out. weird cross promotion with Rick and Morty. So the best friends mm-hmm. came out, and it one of them was dressed like Morty, mm-hmm. and the other two were Ricks. Oh, there's a third best friend. Oh, so uh, Orange it was Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Okay, who looked like he hated everything about it, and um, that's the most emotion I've seen him. Ever. Justin Roiland <laughs> did their ring intro as Morty and Rick. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, that's going to so, be awesome. Like, it was just the voice. You don't see him, but he's okay. like, you, you just be careful out there. Don't hit your heads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to hit your heads. It's very, it's very dangerous. It's great. That's relevant. I mean, Rick and Morty are really popular They're right now. They're coming back uh, next Sunday. I saw a lot of Rick and Morty stuff at Comic-Con. Yeah. Hell, when I went to the 18th Avenue Feast, there was a lot of Rick and Morty merch. The cultural icons. Yep. Until I got, it's my ham-fisted memory. There was a women's match. That was pretty cool. Uh, oh, one of the things in the Brandy promo, she had like a weird like music box, but like it has a mirror on it, and there's two pictures. One of them is of Britt, Dr. Britt Baker, and the other one was uh, 
Nyla Rose. Okay. Interestingly enough, for anyone too lazy to look it up, I looked it up. DMD and DDS mean the same thing. Oh, cool. They, I guess she doesn't want to use DDS because it's Isaac Yankum. No, it depends on the school you go to. Because oh. um, I looked it up back in the day. One like there there were two dentistry schools in the U.S. It was obviously when dentistry was like brand oh new. like how there's different schools of karate kind of like like one was Harvard one was Yale whatever and one of them called it Doctor of Dental Surgery the you know the DDS and the other one called it Doctor the Dentistry Medical Doctor but they're the same thing it requires the exact it's the same requirements same amount of schooling. I have a question. There's literally no difference between the two other than the school you went to. Is a dentist a doctor? Yes. So do they take the oath? Yeah. They take the Hippocratic Oath. So every time Dr. Britt Baker wrestles, she's breaking the oath. She's not performing... Her medical duties. It says do no harm. As it, a medical doctor. Is that what it's... Oh, we could look it up. Now, all right. We could look it up. Rewind... So, hold on, hold on. Before you even look it up. Okay. Rewind a generation. Okay. Are you going to say that no doctor ever spanked the kid? That's not really harm, is it? Does do spankings tickle? I guess it's subjective. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I never got spanked, but I'm sure spankings don't tickle. All right, hold on. Let me see if it's in here. Oh my god, they have the earliest surviving copy of it, and I can't read it because it's in Greek. <laughs> uh, Damn, Hippocrates. They have it in the the Vatican Library. Hmm. Google Translate, bro. Uh, I don't know why they have it here when they can just give me the translation. Siri Translate. Okay, here we go. I swear by Apollo, physician. Jeez. By a set a. Okay. By Hagia, by Panacea, Panacea, and by all the gods and goddesses making them my witness that I will carry out according to my ability and judgment this oath and this indenture. Denture. Uh, I bet it's not like the exact word, (laughs) but to hold my teacher in this art equal to my own parents, to make him partner in my livelihood when he is in need of money to share mine with him. What is this? Uh, may, do no harm. May, may, maybe look. Maybe look up the modern Hippocratic. Oh, oath. I will use treatment to help the sick according to my ability and judgment, but never with a view to injury and wrongdoing. Neither will I administer a poison to anybody when asked to do so. So, if I ask you to poison me, I guess you can't do that either. If well, from nor yeah, if will a I suggest such a course. Hmm. Similarly, similar, similarly, I will not give to a woman a. Pessary to cause abortion. Hmm. Oh, that's another hot button issue. Never mind. Listen, I don't know shit. Listen. <laughs> Wrestling's a work. She's not doing actual harm. Starting now. I, I love. Starting now! That, oh, jeez. Really? Did, yeah. you, did you need to put the hand gesture in there, too? That's right. Because they can't see it. Only you can. Thank you so much for that. Um, I really so like her finisher. The, uh, the. Lockjaw. Lockjaw, which is the proper mandible claw, according to uh, Jim Ross. But he would say that. Yeah, exactly. Push your your own product, of course. So, yeah, the the combination mandible claw rings of Saturn. It's sick. 
It is sick. Oh, I see what you're doing. She's a doctor. No, no. Oh, uh, it's sick. It's it's really awesome. Yeah. Speaking of um, getting your shit in, is this the this the, the transition to Brian Cage losing the Impact World Championship? Oh, I was to Sammy talk Callahan. About Impact that I don't watch. Sammy Callahan is the Listen, Impact World Champion. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna say this. I'm mm. gonna say it now as somebody who doesn't watch the product. And mm-hmm. this is how you get your first ever women woman as the champion of a company. Ah, so you did. So you did follow what's going. It's on. It's on social media. It is. It's not like I went and seeked it out, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan for the championship, and she's going to win. I am a hundred percent okay with Tessa Blanchard being the first woman to hold a men's world championship. Yeah, because only one first. A major men's world championship. There's only one first. Right. First, like, first. Exactly. Yeah. Chi- IC count doesn't count. Yeah, China's IC, that's not a world yeah, championship. Yeah, that's not. Despite the definition of intercontinental literally meaning all the lands in the world. But that's not neither a, here nor there. It's not the world title. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> she wasn't the champion of the oceans. I mean, I think maybe they had a different idea for the IC belt, but with it being in Brazil that he won it, the, the inaugural, you know, when uh, Pat Patterson won it. I think mm-hmm. it was in Brazil. Yeah, it was. But, I mean, what was that, 60 years ago? Intercontinental. Right. Even oh, you think it was South North America? And, North and South America? Yeah. Well, there are different continents. That's what I'm thinking. Like, North and South, it's intercontinental. Maybe they had different plans. Yeah, um, maybe. Who knows? I don't. I don't either. I don't know anything. One last refresh. You ever hear of MMA pioneer Mark Kerr? Yeah, he's old school. He's oh. he's a wrestler. Well, The Rock is going to produce and star in a film about him. Oh, sweet. That's cool. Wait. He's going to be in it? Is he, he going to produce and star in? Is he going to be him? That's a good question. Let me see. Whoa. Uh, also, apparently, Ali released a statement on social media saying he hopes that, given the travel situation, that underutilized talent gets a chance to shine. I think NXT talent is going to get a chance to shine. Um, That's what I can say about that. Rock says, I think what's interesting about Mark Kerr's story is, yes, he achieved so much. He was a smashing machine, undefeated for a long time. But also, like a lot of these fighters, he battled these demons. These demons of addiction and mental health. Here's a guy who's gone through it all. Hit rock bottom. But he gets up and you want to do a little bit better tomorrow than he did today. This is about who? Mark Kerr. Oh, okay. It's also kind of like the rock story, too, if you think about it. You know, he was a guy who had $7 to his name. Mm-hmm. You know, and now he's the biggest uh, star in the world, maybe. Yeah, it doesn't say whether or not he's going to be the star. Mm. It says he's going to star in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Saturday he's going to present the BMF uh, championship, championship. Yep. Uh, to Nate Diaz, hopefully. Who's he fighting for? Masvidal, I believe. That fight wasn't going to happen. Because they tried to say that... Uh, he tested positive, uh, Nate Diaz, and mm-hmm. he was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this fight until my name is cleared because it was tainted supplements. And like, he put like a Twitter post about it, like, you know, he ain't fighting because he's not going to be one of those guys who just 
does the fight, and then later on you find out that they were on some shit. He's like, I want, I want it to be known, and I have to say the curses because that's how Nate Diaz talks. Mm. I want it to be known that I'm not a cheater, and that's not how I'm going to do it. Mm. So, and they found out, yeah, uh, he's fine. It's fine. The fight's on. Good, cool. Let's see who the BMF is. The Nate true Diaz. BMF. Isn't there a weight class difference between the two generally? I think we talked a little bit about it, yeah, but I think they're going to meet in the middle. All right, what do you what do you what do you make of it? The fight, nothing. The the thing. The week in wrestling. You ready for next week wrestling? What are you? It was a long week. It was a long week. Uh, a lot of wrestling. I watched five hours of wrestling on Monday. I watched four hours of wrestling on Wednesday because I watched last week's All Elite and this week's NXT. I watched most of the paper yesterday, the Crown Jewel. I'm ready for the weekend. I am ready for the go. All right. Here we go. Ready? Ready to go home. All right. Uh, check out Basement Bookers on uh, Facebook. There's Basement Bookers on Twitter, at Rich Riz, at Basement Jair. Jerry on the spot cast. Uh, special guest. Rich Deriz. I don't Check know it how long it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything you want to say, mention, plug? Any dates you have on your, uh, your tour that you don't, or uh, the Rich Deriz speaking tour? Nah, I'm good. Okay. You can catch <laughs> Rich Deriz every week on the Basement Bookers podcast. That's right. Where all podcasts. And, uh, yeah, check us out. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Remember, the match of life is scheduled for one fall. Make it count. Do what the man says. And this is why I say, fall. And then he does the thing with the thing.